Hello, everybody, and thank you to this session on the ADP website. My name is Fred Brack, and I am the webmaster. Uh, and I'm going to be uh, reading uh, some foils that I've prepared for this presentation. So my face, if we're lucky, will disappear, and the foils will come up for those of you who may be able to see them, and it will be my cue of what to say. Um, and so uh, if without... we could, could we give the CEU code? Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Um, so if you signed up for continuing education credits, the starting code for this session is AA as in alpha twice. So AA02F as in Frank. That's alpha alpha zero two Frank. Thank you. Okay, it says the host disabled participants screen sharing. So uh, I guess we're not going to be able to do that. Is that correct, Cindy? Um, if you needed to do that, I could make you a co-host and then you could do that. So give me just a moment okay. and I will do that. I was just making Donna. Um, sorry. Here you go, Fred. I can do that. And... There you are. Okay. You should be able to do it now, Fred. Let's see what happens if I hit this and say share. All right. So <laughs> this presentation is about the ADP website. Um, and without further ado, I'd like to get started, give you a little information about the, uh, the history of the website. Um, back in March of 2002, the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. sponsored a conference for a group called Audio Description International. Now, I'd not been involved with them before this, but apparently they'd formed sometime maybe in the 1990s, and it, it had it kind of fallen apart, and they were trying to use this conference to get back together. And a gentleman named Barry Levine was elected president, and I met with Barry. And the next year, he asked if I would take over the ADI website as the webmaster, which I did. Unfortunately, six years later, Barry died, and effectively, so did the organization at that time. It's, it's pretty difficult to manage a worldwide uh, virtual organization, and especially when we didn't have tools like Zoom uh, to do that in the past. Uh, but I maintained the website by myself for the next year. And then this guy named Joel Snyder came along. And I knew Joel because he had taught me uh, audio description in 1999 when he came to uh, Raleigh and, uh, and taught the group of us here with an organization called Arts Access. And he convinced the ADP to, uh, the ACB, to take over the, uh, the website and build a project called the Audio Description Project. And that's how it happened. So in May 2010, the ACU formally took on the audio description project. We moved the uh, website to the ACB's server. And five years later, four or five years later, Joel officially formed ADP committees to help guide the project uh, further and get a lot more done. Um, and I'm having a little trouble going forward on this, these screens. Hmm. There we go. Let's see that button will do it. Um, so 
our site is intended for both users and providers of audio description. We want to have something for both of them. And we cover worldwide, but since I'm in the U.S. of A., that's what I know most about, and majority of it discusses the USA. When we get things from our friends in the UK or Australia or uh, Germany or whatever, we put it in the appropriate parts of the website, but it is primarily oriented toward the United States. But of course, a lot of the general information about audio description applies to everybody. We try to answer the questions what, how, who, where, and when about audio description in all sorts of media. We primarily cover current cinema. You remember current cinema, don't you, where you could go to this big building that was air conditioned and sit in a nice seat and watch a movie? Well, maybe it'll come back again. But right now we are obviously are suppressing the listings for what's at current cinema. Uh, but we cover DVD and Blu-rays, which were DVDs were the very first thing we covered on the website. And I'll get into that later. We cover audio description on television, what's available and how to receive it. We probably receive more questions on how to receive um, audio description on television than anything else. And then all the streaming video services, and it just started out with iTunes and Netflix, and now we have half a dozen of them. And we also talk about performing arts, museums, parks, and tours. And this is good for you to find out what's going on in your home city, but it's also very good if you're going visiting. Let's suppose you're going to Chicago or Boston or New York, or maybe even Podunk, Iowa, uh, and uh, you can look up those locations and see what's going on there, get some listings of audio tours that you might be able to participate in, etc. And we also try to put together providers of audio description with, for both consumers and business. So you, if you look up in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, you'll find Arts Access, who provides audio description services, but you'll also find uh, organizations like WGBH Media Access and individual providers who uh, offer audio description services. So this is where we pair up the providers with anybody who needs to use the providers. Now at the top of every page is a common menu. And by the way, there's 200, over 200 uh, pages on the website right now. And at the top of every page, we have a menu on the upper left-hand corner, we have the ACB and ADP logos. In the upper right-hand corner, we have uh, four options for people who have low vision and would like a larger font or reverse colors. And then the main portion of this upper section is navigation. And it appears on every single page. And there's four lines. The top is the general stuff, uh, how to contact us, uh, training and education, information about our conferences, those AD services, which I mentioned, and some other things. The next line is prefaced with the words about AD4. And this is where you learn about audio description in movies. What does that mean? How do I, how do I, where do I go? How do I get a headset for audio description? How does it work, etc.? How about audio description for DVDs and Blu-ray discs uh, or television? How do I find out where it is on television? What options um, are there. And then one of the biggest sections is streaming services, where I list every streaming service I know anything about, those that have description and those that don't. We'll come back to that subject later and why that, that might be of value to you. Then we list performing arts, the, the individual theaters that we know about around the country, and listings of individual theater performances, and museums and parks and tours. Now, the last two lines have expanded from one line to two just because we have so many um, options now, which is a good thing, but the screen's getting rather full. It's called Titles with our AD, and we cover 
what specific titles can you find on all of the various streaming services uh, from Apple TV uh, to Netflix, uh, etc. And we also cover cinema and DVDs and television. And I'll be getting into more detail, but you'll find all of those options up there, including one very important one called the Master AD List, which I will discuss in more detail soon. Now, if you uh, are a visually impaired visitor to our site, if you're blind and use a screen reader, well, you can rest assured that all of the images have alt text on them. There aren't a lot of images on the website, but we try to make it uh, interesting for sighted people as well as those who cannot see the images. And occasionally, of course, there's a, a chart or something which needs to be explained. Um, we also use headings to help with navigating page sections. For instance, if you go into a DVD listing, you can keep pressing the H key, I think it is, on your screen reader to go from heading to heading, which effectively takes you from DVD uh, to DVD. So I've tried to put headings on all of the pages to let you skip around. It's also important that you understand every page begins with a hidden skip navigation link. It should be the first link on each page. So if you exercise the first link, you get by all of that heading navigation information and get right onto the meat of the page. Um, for those of you who have low vision, we offer a larger font, black text on white or a light colored background, high contrast headings, um, and you can get even a larger font or reverse colors. So hopefully those are of help. I don't get any feedback on those, so I guess what's there is satisfactory, but if you need something else or think we could improve that, please let me know. I would say the popular pages for are divided into three categories, television, DVDs, and streaming services. In the case of television, there's three pages. Uh, it tells you what all of the described television series are, both by network and by day. And we give you information on how to find described shows, how to access audio description on your television, and information to the extent that we can about the various cable companies and the boxes they offer and any options that you have. Now, um, I personally cut the cord, so I don't have any information on any of the screens, or, uh, any of the um, cable companies, uh, but people send me this information periodically or I'll look it up and I try to update our listings. Then we have four pages on DVDs. We cover the current year's DVDs, all DVDs going all the way back to um, 1997 and then we have information about DVDs and how does how do you access the information how, how do we get there from uh, when it was in the th movie theater etc and then there's one other event and interest and that's children's shows if you have children and you're looking for applicable uh, DVDs for them I have a separate listing of all G-rated and PG-rated uh, DVDs so that you can select from that list and if you click on the name you'll go directly to the information about that DVD and if you click on that then you'll go directly to Amazon and you can order directly from there and on the individual DVD pages I give you plot summaries and the link to Amazon for purchase I would like to mention that uh, to run a website like this does cost money and we do get commissioned by Amazon if you click through on any of those DVDs and anything else you happen to buy in any one of those sessions. So if you would like to buy a refrigerator at the same time you buy a $6 DVD, we would appreciate it very much. Then I cover the streaming services, described videos, and the streaming services that I cover are Apple TV+, Disney+, Hulu, iTunes, Netflix, Prime Video, 
spectrum access, we'll go into more detail into what that is if you don't know in a few minutes, and other. And other means something that is described but not available through one of those commercial services and you might want to know about. We have maybe a dozen listings there. As far as television is concerned, we have three pages. We have the divide, the described TV shows by network. Now this includes all of the required networks, that is the ones of the FCC mandate description, ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC, plus two that are doing some description voluntarily, the CW and Telemundo, the Spanish station. And for non-broadcast networks, we have the required ones, which are Discovery, HGTV, History, TBS, and USA. And they can change every three years. And each of the last three years, they have changed. Somebody has dropped out and somebody has come in. So we don't know whether uh, a year or two from now, those will be uh, on the list, but hopefully they will all continue to offer description. Disney used to be on the list. And ironically, Disney, one of the biggest producers of, of uh, description, dropped audio description from their network when they were no longer required to. So you can't be sure what's going to happen. And I also cover the voluntary uh, non-broadcast networks, Oxygen, Sci-Fi, and TNT. Then we give you the daily listing of described shows and information about how you receive the description, who must provide it, uh, what the cable providers offer, and links to more information. Now, I'm going to mention these names only for those of you who are not using description on TV who might say, oh, I watched that show. I didn't know it had description. So on ABC, for instance, we have, among many others, American Housewife, Blackish, Modern Family, Shark Tanks, and The Goldbergs. On CBS, we have Blue Bloods, all three NCIS series, and Young Sheldon. On Fox, we have Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, and The Resident. And for whatever reason, my personal observation is that Fox has a lot of shows that only last one year, and they're very good about starting them out with audio description, but then they're gone and they bring another in. So what I'm saying is there's a whole slew of shows that Fox has. They just rotate uh, each year more than the other networks. And finally, NBC has Chicago Fire, PD, and Med, and Law and & Order SVU. Now, those are the broadcast networks. If you watch the uh, non-broadcast networks, you've got things like Discovery's Deadliest Catch, Diesel Brothers, and the Vegas series, uh, several of them. HGTV has Fixer Upper, House Hunter, and Property Brothers. History has Alone, American Pickers, and Pawn Stars. TBS and TNT, who often duplicate each other, have The Last OG and Snowpiercer, and those are originals, plus reruns from a lot of other networks. And then on USA, USA Network, we have Chrisley Knows Best, Ms. and Mr., and again, a lot of reruns. You have two ways to find your, um, or you have several ways to find the listings of what is described. You can go in by network or you can look for the independent listings. Now the networks themselves sometimes offer separate pages. And when they have a link, we put that in our TV network listing by highlighting the word schedule. And if you click on schedule, you'll go to the networks listing. They're not great. They have some old stuff and they miss a little new stuff, but if they have it, we'll point you to it. Um, there are independent listing services such as ours. My um, associate, Sebastian Andre Mild, compiles, compiles a list and updates it several times a list for the next two weeks in advance. Um, and the advantage is he's giving you a two-week listing for all the networks he covers um, all in one list. The disadvantage is if 
he'll list all the reruns that are going on at 3 a.m. in the morning, et cetera, because he wants to give you everything. So you may have to go through some low interest shows to get to the high interest ones. The other would be the American Foundation for the Blind. They have one that is very specific to your provider and time zone. So they zoom right in on you. Sebastian's listing occasionally will have what the network says it's doing, and it may not be 100% in sync with what your local station is doing. The AFPs will zoom right in there, but in order to get it each time, you have to make four different menu selections, and the listing is very detailed and specific to one day. So you take your choice. DVDs and Blu-ray discs. We have the only complete listing in the world of every USA commercial and uh, movie released on DVD or Blu-ray since 1997. They're updated weekly every Tuesday. Why Tuesday? That's the day that they always come out with new TVDs. I don't know why, but since they do it on Tuesday, that's when I update the website. We have averaged historically in the last two, three years, three a week. This year, things started to die in June because we weren't getting the uh, any releases from live uh, from cinema in other words it, they tend to run in cinema at the end of the cinema run they get released on dvd no cinema um the number of dvds that's being released is is going down so we're not going to hit our 167 168 169 that we have in the last couple of years this year but you do have over 1200 described videos all the way back to 1997 to choose from each listing will have a cover photo, a plot summary, and a link to Amazon to order, and any comments that we have, such as whether it's only available on Blu-ray, uh, and in last three years, I put in a link to tell you whether it's available on iTunes or Netflix also, or um, occasionally Prime Video. And we give you pointers to other resources for described DVDs, such as uh, uh, commercial ones, or I'm sorry, educational or international ones. Here are the latest series of DVDs, or some of the ones. Again, if you remember any of these titles, that's why I'm reading them. The Hunt, Onward, The Call of the Wild, The Rhythm Section, Like a Boss, Little Women, The Rise of Skywalker, 1917, Richard Jewell, Bombshell, A Bug's Life, Frozen, and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. The next page is a chart, and it shows the growth of DVDs with audio description from 1997 to the present. And it's an interesting chart because the first half of it, all the way through 2008, is way down there in the single digits, 0, 1, 2, 3, and all the way up to 7 DVDs released with audio description in 2007 and 2008. In 2009, we had a little bump to 2013, and then the magic started in 2010 when Sony, Universal, and Disney began putting description on most or many of at least their DVDs. And we jumped to 54. And then from there on, it's a pretty steady uh, climb up as uh, we get Fox and Paramount and Warner Brothers. And in the past few years, it's been between 150 and 170 DVDs with description each year. Let's talk about streaming video because it's one of the most popular subjects. Um, and I would just like to say to start, streaming video in general does not replace live television. There's only one streaming video service that I know of that's even offering live TV uh, as, as potentially as part of a subs, uh, subscription. We're going to have a session this Thursday at 3 p.m. on the subject of cord cutting. So if you are currently a subscriber of cable 
or satellite TV like DISH or um, Direct TV and are considering cutting the cable and want to know how do I do that and still retain audio description, then please join us this Thursday at 3 p.m. But in general, streaming services are offering something different. They're offering a lot of movies in the past. They're offering a lot of original series. They're trying to become their own networks, really. We have six major providers and all are fee services. Some are pay-as-you-go, like iTunes. You don't have to pay anything up front, but every time you want to rent something, you pay them a fee. Some are one-time subscription fees, like uh, Netflix, where you pay a certain dollar amount between 8 and 16, I think it is, a year, depending on the options you want. And you can watch as many of them as you want. There's never a fee for anything else. So here they are, Apple TV+. Plus. They started in November 9, 2019, so they're only about eight months into their offerings. The interesting thing about Apple, which makes it different from everybody else, is all content is original. They've made everything specifically for their service. And every single thing they put out there is described in nine languages. I realize that most of you are only concerned about one of those languages, but from a marketing point of view, they are covering uh, their bases in uh, many corners of the world. So they don't have, they, they're up to something like 30 now. So there's not many. And I just read today that one of them, the one with Tom Hanks, I can't quite remember the name of it, um, was intended for the cinema but with the cinemas shut down the studio sold the rights to apple tv and now it's an apple tv exclusive so you may never see that one come out on dvd i, I don't know disney plus also started in november 2019 and the interesting thing about disney plus is while they came out with i don't i don't know let's let's say they came out with a couple of thousand um videos on day one 300 of them had audio description on day one, which was amazing and sets the pace for every new streaming service as far as I'm concerned. Fantastic job. And they've added a couple hundred more. And of course, the most famous of which right now is Hamilton, uh, which just started streaming a couple of days ago. So they have over 500. Hulu started offering AD in late one quarter 2019. They'd been around before, but they started offering audio description a year ago. Um, but only via PC browser, and now they operate on all streaming devices, and they've ended the year with 68 titles. Now, all of this came about because of negotiations with the American Council of the Blind and the Bay State Council of the Blind, because they weren't providing description, and they gave in, if you will. They are slow to beef this up. They'll put a lot of series out there that came from Fox, for instance, and they won't get the audio description track. So we're working with them on this, but it could be better. There's room for improvement. iTunes came on board in 2016 and has over 1,200 new and old described movies. Netflix started in May 2015 and has surpassed 1,200 titles. Um, and a lot of those are their own original series, things like um, 13 Reasons Why, for instance. You should note that 30% of what Netflix offers with audio description are for children, are rated with children's ratings. And finally, Prime Video began offering description in June 2017 and has rapidly expanded uh, last year to over 1,800 described movies and TVs, far surpassing any of the other services. There are also two broadcast networks that offer apps 
which include audio description. One is Watch ABC. You can tell which network that one is. And it is free, and they're doing a very good job about offering description for the shows that have description on ABC. And CBS All Access, which requires a fee and is also doing original stuff like Picard, um, they're, when we talk to them, they have really good intents. They say their plans are are to try to describe everything they can, but they're not there yet. So it's a little slower there, but a lot of people love Picard uh, and they're watching it even though it has a few problems with the audio description and they'll be doing other series also. And recently Spectrum Access came out, they replaced ActiveView and uh, they've got now over 400 audio description tracks. Now that's all it is, it's a track. It's not the video, it's just the track of audio description. And you have to be watching the movie in order for the track to work because they don't have the rights to play it by itself. So you watch a video, for instance, on your TV with your iPhone and it listens and it syncs up to the audio description um, that they are providing. That's a free service provided by um, Charter Communications. Spectrum is their brand name and it replaced ActiveView. Now, a lot of you heard a lot about HBO Max and all of the juggling that HBO is doing with its various services, HBO Watch, HBO Now, and changing the names and all that stuff. None of them have audio description. We have been working with them for the past eight or nine months on this, and um, I am not personally involved, so I can't make any definitive statement of what's happening, but my impression is that we're beating them down on this and that they will eventually offer uh, some audio description. And I, I am going to presume, again, not statement because I don't know this, but like the other services, when they do originals, HBO Max originals, they probably will provide AD and they will probably make an effort to get audio description for some of the other movies that they have. Again, no promises, but I guess I have faith that sometime before the end of 2020, something very positive will happen there. And moving right along, this is an interesting chart. It shows what happened last year with 2019 streaming media. The first, the second thing that shows up on the chart to you is that iTunes and Netflix are really keeping pace with each other. Um, iTunes stays slightly above Netflix in the total number, but Netflix has many series with episodes. And therefore, if we took all of the episodes, they offer more total amount of audio description. But the thing that dominates here is the blue line, which is Prime Video, which started out at less than half of where Netflix and um, Netflix and iTunes were last year. And in September, they crossed both lines, and now they're way above. So they did a bang up job in 2019 at providing movies with audio description as well as their own uh, originals. Now, because uh, Apple TV had just started and Disney TV Plus had just started, uh, I'll show them next year, but they had 12 titles at the end of last year and have 29 now, and Disney had 308 at the end of last year and now has 565. So they're on an excellent rise also. Other site features, well, the master AD list probably keeps me busier than anything else. Um, the master AD list consolidates every listing from every other service 
whether it's DVDs or television or streaming services into one solid list of over 4,000 titles. Um, and so you can look up something like I, I wanted to look up um, uh, the taking of Pelham 123 this morning. And so I look up the taking of Pelham 123 and it says DVD and Prime Video. So um, I, I think that's right, or is it Netflix? Don't remember which. But the point is, you can find out where it is and make your choice from there. And some of them have just one, like just DVD or just Prime Video, and others have a whole series of options for you to choose from. So the Master AD list is where you go if you want to find uh, a particular title and know if it's got audio description. Then, of course, there's a section on about audio description, what and how, lots of samples for you to listen, articles and blogs about description, and something that I've added recently um, is podcasts about description. So you can go to that page and find that they're listening to podcasts also. Training opportunities for describers and how description is used in academic and educational settings, and description opportunities across the country, as I mentioned earlier for performing arts venues, museums, parks, and tours. And you'll also find about how, how things work at the movie theaters. We'll give you the list of audio description providers and international AD. So for instance, if you're going to London and you wanna know what might have description over there, go to the education, go to the international link and you'll find information there. And wrapping things up, we use some other media too. We're on Facebook. Uh, if you like audio description there, you will join 2,800 others. Um, our primary use there is to announce each weekly new uh, audio described title, whether it's on DVD or Netflix or iTunes or whatever. And occasionally we'll announce other things. We announced, for instance, recently um, some audio described um, Broadway slash opera in New Zealand and gave the hours that you could tune in and listen to that for free. Um, we also offer pointers to cite articles and we answer submitted questions. So I do pay attention to the questions that come in on Facebook via that page. We're also on Twitter. We have over a thousand followers. Basically the same purpose. We announce what's new, excuse me, what is new there. And we'll tweet in anything that we feel is important and new about audio description. And lastly, we have a listserv. That's what I call an email discussion list, where you can share information on about audio description, or you can ask a question about audio description. People have been asking for, um, for just as an example, because it's recent, people have been talking about the audio description on Disney Plus for Hamilton, and how can they get a hold of um, uh, a pre-show script or more information to before, and we're helping people out with that. And other people will make some general comments about what they like or they dislike, or they'll ask, where can I find description on such and such? So if you want to join our listserv, and it covers both describers and users of audio description, um, go to our about slash contact page in the main site and look down near the bottom, and it shows you how to join our email list. Lastly, how can you help? Well, if you represent an organization, please send us an article for the website. Uh, I ask for this over and over again, and people hardly ever send anything in. We'd like to know what people from around the country and around the world are doing. Send me an article, and we'll include it on the website. Um, if you find the website and our Facebook page and Twitter useful, please spread the word. You perhaps have some friends who are blind or low vision 
or into audio description in any manner who might benefit by knowing about us. You can also help support our website by purchasing DVDs or Blu-ray discs directly through, through the links we provide on our DVD pages. And anytime you make any purchase on Amazon, if you go to our main page down the lower right-hand corner and click that Shop Amazon link, or for that matter, click any DVD link and don't order a DVD, but just move on to do something else, this all benefits the, the costs of providing this website. So we thank you for joining us. And I saw that somebody raised their hand. I don't know how to answer it, but I, I believe our host does. And yeah, I, I, I can do that. Question. Yep. Are you ready for questions? I am ready. Bring them on. Okay. Janet, you should be able to unmute. Okay, am I unmuted? Yes, you are. Thank you so much. I don't know if you've heard about this, but last month I had an announcement, heard one that made me literally cry. Every audio described video will be in English and Spanish at the upcoming summer convention of Jehovah's Witnesses. In every single lecture, they're going to have every video audio described bilingual in English and Spanish. And that announcement was just made a month ago. It's incredible announcement. Well, that is amazing. And of course, that's where we want to go. Somebody was talking about where are we going to go with all of these audio described things? I said, wouldn't it be nice if I could just list the TV shows that didn't have audio description? It'd be, wouldn't we like it to, to reverse there? So listen, here's what you can do and anybody else can do. At the bottom of every page of the website, it says contact webmaster. Send me that information and we'll get that uh, information out to everybody. But the fact that any organization, particularly one that isn't involved with the general public in the sense that they're trying to market their videos to you or something will provide audio description is fantastic and we'd like to share that. Thank you for bringing that up. Anisio, you should be able to unmute. Good to go. Hi, can, uh, can you hear me? Yes. yes. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't catch the beginning of your, of your session, so I'm hoping this, this is a, an appropriate question. But you just mentioned a while ago that when you go to the ACB site, and thanks so much for doing all this, all this work, you can see, you can search on a movie and identify whether or not it's available on DVD, available on Netflix, or both, or Hulu. My question is, it may be a naive question. If it's available on DVD, obviously the audio description has been produced. Why is it and what can we do to ensure that every single time the movie is presented in any format that that is included? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, well, that's you know, tough. Please, please forgive uh, Joel and me for laughing, but this is what we've been asking for years. And this is how we approached the, the studios about DVDs and said, you've already paid for the track. You'll sell more DVDs if you put uh, that track that you already paid for out there. It's not a big deal. You may cost you X hundred dollars to do it once, but once you figure it out, it's easy. And the, in the, the DVD has the space for it. Stick it out there. So it is difficult. Um, and and what, we, what we ask people to do is when you find something on a service that you subscribe to or want to use and you find out that it quote, should have de uh, audio description because you know it did, then write that service. Um, Hulu is a perfect example. They're showing things like Bob's Burgers 
I, well, that, that may be in the wrong example. I think Bob Burgers does have description, but they have lots of Fox programs out there that have no description. They have lots of movies that have no description tracks, and yet they are available. You have to make the extra effort, like our man at uh, Amazon did, to go out and acquire those tracks. So what you, there's not a lot. We, we do what we can but we don't have a lot of inside contacts at the ADP and ACB. But we, we tr when we get one, we, we try to exploit it. What you can do is contact, whether it's a TV station, a streaming service, or any other organization. Like, I, I didn't mention this before, but on the streaming services page is divided into two parts, those who do and those who don't. If you go down to the bottom of the page, which is the majority of streaming services that don't offer description, and you say, I would like to use that one. And a Philo is a very good example because Philo offers 60 um, services for $20 a month. And three and four of those services have audio description. If Philo offered audio description, they could pass that audio description through to you for those who were cord cutters and wondering how do I get the discovery network, for example, that would be a way to do it. You need to write these individual services. Next question. Yeah, I can add. Uh, uh, I, let me, Fred. Let me just add a little bit there. Um, there are two uh, reasons, basically, why we have that problem. Not, you know, the DVD comes out or the the theatrical screening, the movie in the movie theater comes out. It has description, and then it doesn't show up on the DVD or doesn't show up when it's streamed or whatever. Uh, the two issues are simply that uh, sometimes, technically. Uh, the the broadcast or the sharing of the audio description track, there are different parameters given the kind of uh, delivery service. So that's something that needs to be adjusted. Uh, and then secondly, uh, you know, these are big companies that have many divisions and you'll have Paramount issue a film uh, and it has description and then they issue the DVD and it doesn't have description because the home video division is like a whole separate company and they don't talk to each other. We're trying to get past this. Um, Carl Richardson and Tony Stevens and I are on an FCC committee and we've raised that just recently. It's not quite something the FCC has control over, but we want to make sure that the industry is very aware that this is a real concern to consumers of description. Misty K, you should be able to unmute. Yes, I'm here. Uh, okay. First of all, uh, thanks for what you do. Uh, I have a quick, I guess, comment and a possible lead. You may already know about this. And then a couple of questions. I'll try to be brief. Uh, so the possible lead first. YouTube TV. I subscribed a while back. It's a very accessible app. And if you're watching a station uh, from your local area and that local station provides AD in your market, you go to your settings and you hit alternate track and you get AD. So um, again, I just thought I would throw that out there if you don't already know about it, if other people don't already know about it. Um, second, uh, well, first question, I guess I should say, maybe I missed it, so apologies if I did. But um, would you guys happen to have, or are you thinking about adding uh, a kind of a robust search feature to this uh, site so that you don't have to scroll, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. So you can, for instance, search for a movie and see where it's offered, sort of like the master list, but searchable. And I go with my second question real quick and pick up on that. Second question real quick, are you available on Amazon Smile? So if I were to go to smile.amazon.com, search for your name, could I like shop there as well and contribute? 
So that's all, thanks. <laughs> Let me answer the last question first. I know what Amazon Smile is because I use it myself because uh, Amazon won't allow me to make purchases on my own website and benefit the ADP. So I use it for a different organization. To the best of my knowledge, the ACB does not participate in Amazon Smile. And Joel, we need to take that um, as a, an off, uh, off topic. We need to take that topic off site and you and I should talk about it because it is another way to benefit. It's not the best way because the percentages is very small, but everything helps, especially when you multiply it by a lot of people. So the answer to your first question, YouTube TV, um, I've, I know most of you can't see the screen here, but um, yes, that is the last entry in our have guts uh, listing on under streaming services. And not only do we have it listed, but we also have a section, a guide to accessing YouTube TV at the bottom of the page that we link to. So yes, we do know about that. And YouTube TV will be one of the topics discussed specifically at Thursday's 3 p.m. cord cutting session. And the other one was a site-wide search, and that's right on the first page, upper right. Um, I'll go back to the main page here and, uh, whoops, <laughs> hit the wrong, hit the wrong uh, link, and I'm not going to be able to get back here where I want to exactly. Um, but yes, we have a, a search on the main page. It says search. Isn't that great? <laughs> and uh, let me see if I pull this over because the part of the Zoom stuff is in the way. Uh, and I go, if I go back to the uh, main page, hold on, having trouble moving it here. Right over here, see where, well, if you can see it, it says search within the site. If you can't see it, it's there on the top right. It says search within the ADP website. You can push, put whatever you want there and you'll get a Google search of the entire website. Now they may put a few things first because they want to, they want me, they want to pay for the service by having a little bit of sponsored ads, but it, on that page, it will take you to a movie name or whatever. Next question. Eric, you should be unmuted. Yes, I believe I am. I know I don't sound like Eric. I'm his wife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I thought I heard it wrong. <laughs> no. I thought I'd better throw that in. Um, my question concerns PBS. Um, we can't seem to find audio description on PBS streaming. And is that related to local stations, or do they just not do that kind of thing? Well, I'm not sure. Don't go away. Are you asking about you can't find it on your local station at home or you can't find a listing of what's described on PBS? Um, I can't find anything about audio description in PBS, either local or national. Well, you'll notice that Joel and I don't have a lot of hair, and this is part of what's doing it. Uh, PBS refuses to give us any information about what's described. They refuse to publish it. They, don't, they won't even tell us. It drives us absolutely nuts. So we can't publish anything except what's hearsay. And we put a little bit of hearsay on the site, but it's, 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 we can't list them in our regular listing because of this. As far as you not being able to receive it locally, that would be between you and your local PBS station. It's, PBS sends out a ton of description, um, but you have, to, you have to get it through your local P 
PBS affiliate. The other thing is that you mentioned streaming. They have something called the PBS app. And within the PBS app, you can become, if you contribute $10 a month or more, they have a special service. Joel, do you remember what it's called? It's, a, it's an advanced, you can see more stuff there. No. And, yeah. and some of those things, PBS, something like PBS Access or something like that. And within that group, you may find a little bit of audio description. But, and there, there are a few things that, that's there, like the, um, uh, the Vietnam series is described and something about a blue, blues music festival or something like that, but not very much. They just don't do yeah. a very good job at PBS. Yeah, the I'll I'll simply add uh, not so much in their defense, but uh, the fact of the matter is that PBS is not a network like we think of ABC, NBC, CBS. PBS is more like a club of affiliate stations, and I've had this discussion with people at PBS. They're based right here in the Washington D.C. area. Um, they are not willing to, or they can't, whatever, track what's going on at each individual station, what the schedules are, what's going to pass through with description or not. It's a, it's a, it's a really a, a bookkeeping kind of problem that they don't really want to tackle because it's not a network in a traditional sense. This is something, uh, as Fred said, we've been working on for years and uh, maybe we'll be able to get somewhere with it uh, in the future uh, because PBS does do description um, and they started, they were the first folks to do description back in the mid 1980s. Um, but, uh, and that came out of Boston, WGBH. So that's part of the issue. Cindy, do you have another one for us? Yes, Shauna, you should be able to unmute. Hi, I have two questions. One is what about AMC, uh, The Walking Dead and stuff like that? I noticed that the uh, Preacher has audio description, but they still don't have anything for The Walking Dead. <laughs> You're asking about and, a specific show, is that correct? Or a specific well, network? I, well, the network, AM, uh, AMC, they have uh, different shows, and The Walking Dead is one of them. It's very popular, and they have another one called Preacher, and I noticed it had audio description, and but The Walking Dead still doesn't. I, Why I'm is not that? Familiar with, I'm not familiar with AMC providing any audio description, uh, and I don't know why they would have had it on one of their series. Um, you know, so if I go to the mm. Master AD list down here and look up uh, Preacher, if I can get this, whoops, got to get this moved over on the screen without. <laughs> well, I could have sworn I had heard audio description with Preacher, but maybe I'm mistaken. But I know that The Walking Dead still doesn't have it. And my other one is, what about anime? Like Attack on Titans or for TV shows and movies like Howl's Moving Castle? Uh, that doesn't yeah. mean anything to me, Joel. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I don't know the individual shows either, but uh, many people say they'll, they'll call. Like Japanese, uh, Japanese anime. Japanese anime, yes. Uh, many people will yeah, call and dubbed. say, we want to have description for this series or that series or the other series. And yeah. as, as Fred mentioned earlier, the best thing is to bombard that particular broadcast with requests. Basically, yeah. there, there are no rules about what it is that they will describe the top nine broadcasters 
have to provide about seven hours per week of description, but what they describe is up to them. Typically, they just describe the most popular things. Now, you're talking about uh, broadcasters that are not even in the top nine, so that they're providing any description is great. Uh, getting them to describe Walking Dead, man, let them know that uh, you want to <laughs> watch Walking Dead with description and have it accessible to you. Are you yeah. willing to watch it in Japanese? <laughs> um. Well, uh, the Walking Dead isn't in Japanese. No, no, the, your anime. The anime. anime. Are you willing to watch the anime um, in Japanese? I don't know how. I don't understand Japanese. <laughs> well, well, okay. I didn't know whether you, whether you cared more about the I, visual. I need or the dubbed the, version. If you need the dubbed version, you have to speak Japanese. The point I wanted to make was we do have. Um, let me see if I can back up one page. If you go to the Netflix page on our website, up to the top, it tells you about foreign description. And we do 38, Netflix does description in 38 languages other than English. And Japanese yeah. is listed and they do have some of the uh, shows in anime. But they're also gonna give you the description in Japanese, which probably won't help you. Yeah, okay. and then, I'd have to learn Japanese. <laughs> That's right. The tangential uh, topic is that, and this came up uh, this past year with Parasite, the Academy Award-winning Best Picture film, which we broadcast for the first time in the United States, I will say. Uh, we broadcast the audio description track that was produced in the UK. It was not here in the United States. And with a foreign language film that has subtitles in English, it, it has been done a number of times. Those subtitles are voiced by one or two different voice talents. And the description is voiced by another one. And it works pretty well. Uh, and hopefully some of you heard the Parasite broadcast and, and enjoyed it, it. And, and had access to the Best Picture Award winner. So uh, that's how that's done. Next question. Okay. Janine Lee. You should be able to unmute. Hey, how are you? Good. Um, thank you guys so much. My boyfriend loves your site, and he always texts me every week with all your updates, so I really like that. Um, two things. Um, I have emailed Hallmark and said, hey, can you guys please audio describe your yes. movie? Perfect. I really would like Hallmark. I love homework, but I listen anyway, but it sucks because I don't know what's going on. Do you know, so I, I guess I kind of need some help to prompt them because I've had yep. at least 15 people email them. And then second, what's up with Shudder? You know, the new streaming yeah. service? Yes. Um, they're not very audio descriptive friendly with the horror stuff. So are you knowing about Shudder as well? And those are my two. And thank you. You guys are awesome. Okay, let me do Shutter first. Shutter is one of the many um, services listed on over here on streaming services. When we get down to the bottom, there's, a, there's an index of have AD and no AD or don't know, and Shutter is there. And uh, I did write them, uh, but they passed along the request to add it. But that's all we got. We will pass it along. Um, and so if they're doing original stuff, your request is that they put it in there. You're probably not going to get them to go back and put it on previous uh, horror films, which often are, are low budget films and probably nobody's going to go back and do that. But to ask them to do for anything new is a very reasonable request. 
all we can suggest is that you write them. Now, as far as Hallmark is concerned, if you happen to join the um, uh, ADP discussion list, you'll find that topics come and go. And this was a hot topic a few months ago. A number of people have brought this up. Hallmark is a very beloved service by a lot of people. It doesn't matter that I'm not a Hallmark person, but I understand it completely. And uh, this is the sort of thing where you must go in and tell them. My recollection was it wasn't easy to find out how to do that on Hallmark, <laughs> but you'll, you have to go in, look up customer service, you have help and find if this place that says if your question isn't answered here or fill out a form or something like that. So it can be a pain in the neck sometime, but the more people who are writing in and asking for audio description, the better. And Joel, uh, this, this has been brought yeah. up a number of times. It probably is something that we need to bring up on it's the media committee and see if it's one of the letters yeah. that's written. It, it is worth a letter. Uh, uh, two things I'll say quickly is simply that, that um, you know, Leslie Spoon, who is ACB's first lady, right, married to Dan Spoon, the president of ACB, she's a big fan of Hallmark. And this has been brought up uh, to the steering committee and to the media committee. And we're on it. We're going we're to try to bring the force of ACB um, uh, with a letter from Dan or however we do it uh, to encourage them to, to add description. The second thing I want to say, though, is that, you know, I mentioned earlier the, uh, the 21st Century Communications and Video Accessibility Act, which uh, was implemented in 2012, passed in 2010. It only requires now, with an increase, seven hours per week of description, and only for nine broadcasters, period. That's it. In the United Kingdom, it's 10% of all broadcasts, all broadcasts, and actually about 20% is being offered. I, by way of saying that is that, you know, we're, we, we, just, we invented audio description in this country, but the UK is way ahead of us, and we need to see to it that Hopefully next year we can pass, uh, this Congress can pass, or the next Congress can pass the uh, 21st Century Communications and Video Accessibility Act 2.0 that puts us on a par with captioning. When captioning began, it was part of the law that there was a percentage increase every year. None of this four hours, oh, now seven hours, no, no, a percentage increase. That's something we need to work toward and we'll get it if enough people contact Congress people and demand access that is, is your right. Okay, Martha, you should be unmuted and ready to go. Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Now we can, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in, from New York City <laughs> and I wanna thank you for your presentation. Thank you for being there for, with this wonderful service you provide. Um, but I believe my question has been answered about, since being, I am multilingual, I speak Spanish and French, well, Spanish, my original. So I wanted to see if there were, you know, series and movies in, in Spanish or French. And you already said that when, uh, you have an international page, correct? Um, uh, well, or, uh, what I said was that if you go to the Netflix listing by clicking Netflix, uh, you mm -hmm. will find a, at the top line, at the top of that page, it refers to a separate page for foreign AD. And there are a ton of French, mm -hmm. Spanish Castilian, and mm -hmm. Spanish neutral 
listings there. So you have multiple options. And just recently, I've started getting that information from Disney. And because it isn't anywhere near as big, and it basically is only two languages, I put that information at the bottom of the Disney page. And it's French and German, I believe, right now. But, you know, that may, that may change. So when I can get the information on AD and other languages, uh, I, will, I will do so. Great. Thank you. I'll, I'll visit the site. It will be my first time. Thank you very okay. much. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Roy Samuelson. You should be able to unmute. Hi. I'm sure hey, you've Roy. both answered this before. Um, what are you looking forward to in the next year? Or what hurdle are you looking forward to jumping over? Well, from my perspective, I want HBO to get on the stick here because we're getting so many people writing on the forum about that. Um, and I, I think that the, the streaming services of Netflix, all of the other streaming services, basically, except for Hulu, uh, are, are really with it and they're really doing a good job. Hulu has a long way to go. And at the moment, HBO has an infinite road ahead of them. So we'll, we just have to see how well uh, they're going to do. Of course, the number, from my perspective, the number of, of uh, individual titles is becoming a bit overwhelming, but that's my problem in terms of maintaining the website. I guess Joel would probably agree with me. Our, our goal, long-term goal, will be to run us out of business. Where, where we, I mean, if you're, if you're deaf, um, Joel, Joel and I do want to retire someday, uh, but if, if you're deaf, uh, you don't, there's no question that you can uh, get you, anything, almost everything will have closed captions, whether it's television or the movies or whatever. You can't make that assumption um, for audio yep. description, and we want to get there. And, and Joel addressed that, that before. Exactly. That goes back to what I said earlier about on broadcast television. We need to have it, we need to get up to 100% of all broadcasts having description. Um, I, I, I'm going to get on my soapbox another, again, just for another minute, especially in response to the last question about Spanish description. You know, right now, uh, audio description is available on what used to be called the secondary audio program channel. It's just one alternate audio channel that's available uh, when in the digital era up to 12 should be available and industry has yet to make more audio channels available in the different formats satellite cable etc uh, so that if you tune into a football game on the weekend this is speaking generally you won't have description you'll have spanish translation and if you have Spanish translation, you can't get description. If you have description, you can't get Spanish translation. That must change in the, in the CVAA 2.0. The other thing, Roy, uh, with respect to the future, I'm, I'm convinced that within 10, 15 years, uh, audio description will be primarily accessed via smartphone. Uh, Fred mentioned Spectrum Access. There's another app called uh, SoundFi. Both of them do what I'm talking about, essentially. You download the app, then you download a description track when you're at the movie theater or when you're at your home. The app listens to what's being broadcast and automatically syncs that downloaded audio description track. And you listen to it. A nice advantage there is maybe there's people in your family don't want to hear the description. 
no problem. They don't have to listen to it. You're listening to it on your smartphone. You don't have to listen to it uh, on the televisions, through the television speakers. So that's something that I think is on the horizon as well. Ann Martin, you should be able to unmute. Well, now you should be able to. And you, you should be able to unmute oh, okay. now. There you go. Here I am. Yeah. Uh, wonderful presentation. I have two questions. Um, um, is it accessible on the iPhone? I don't have a working computer at the moment. So is the site accessible on, on the phone? If you're talking about the ADP website, it's available on anything that has a web browser. Okay. It's just, it's, a, it's not an app. It's a, it's a website. A right, right, we, right. we haven't even mentioned that. We normally drill that. It's acb.org, American Council of the Blind.org slash ADP, audio description program. Oh, okay. Thank you. And oh, the second question, I, I just got to know this answer. Um, is Downton Abbey uh, um, audio described either the movie or the series? I just love that, the, the series. Okay. The way we would find that out is we'd go to our master AD list, check on, click on D, and we go down to DO and look up and see the answer to that. And D-O-W, Downton Abbey is described on DVD, iTunes, Prime Video, and Spectrum uh, Access. Oh, great. Oh, what wonderful. So, what, because um, I had looked it up in the mini mall, but it, it just had the audio description, I think. And, and you know, my husband decided we want the, you know, the, the, the regular um, series with the audio description. Great. Mm -hmm. Thanks. There you go. Okay. Andrea, you should be able to unmute. I'm sorry, I, I hit the lower hand instead of the, I, can you hear me now? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, great presentation. I came in late because I went to another presentation and decided to come in here because I, this is, Fred, you're doing a marvelous job. Thank you. And. I'm 60 years old and grew up going to the movies without audio description, and I saw hundreds of movies without it. And as a totally blind person, I got pretty used to it. Most of the time, it was fine. I occasionally went to movies I couldn't follow and had no idea what was going on, but I got pretty good at it. But it has enriched my life so much to be able to go. I still remember the first movie I saw in a theater with audio description. It was Ray. And I just, I, I couldn't believe, I walked out, I was in tears. I was just like, Oh my God, I can't believe that I can do this now. Um, I just discovered that Prime Video has an app and I just, I'll need to figure out how to get, turn on my audio description because I brought up a movie um, on Amazon Prime Video, but it didn't, there wasn't audio description, but I think it's because there's a setting, I, there's something I don't have enabled. So I'm glad to know how many titles they have because I just discovered, I've had Prime for a while, but I didn't realize I could access that they had their own app for Prime Video. So, um, but you guys are just, and I didn't know about the site either. So I'm super excited to, to know about that as well. Well, thank you for your comments. Let me say something about Ray. You're right, it was one of the first films, somewhere around 2005, 2006. Interesting thing about that was, it, the description is not on the regular DVD. It says DVD special edition. They actually came out with a, it's, it's just about the only case that I know they've done this, that came out with a separate 
copy of the DVD which had the AD track on it. Uh, but yep, I, separate, I separate but equal. Pardon? Separate but equal. Separate but uh, equal. The, right. And that had a lot to do with it having audio description at all. Had a lot to do with the American Council of the Blind. Uh, I remember when Terry Pacheco well, was working with the ACB. She she really made that happen to a great uh, extent, and it was late in the process. Yeah. So they couldn't add it to the regular DVD. They put out a separate one. And, and you know, there, it's another case where there was a little bit of patronizing, but it worked out well. I mean, why yeah. did they do it? Because Ray was blind. It's exactly. like, why does the CW do In the Dark? It's the only series they have right. with a blind person uh, in it. Yeah. I want to make a comment about Prime Video, yeah. though. Prime Video has the greatest number, but they have a horrific index system on their website. If you try to find something on their website, the order is random. The episode, every episode is listed separately. Um, it's, it's very difficult. So I would definitely urge you to use our listing to find out what is audio described on Prime Video. As far as a setting is concerned, in general, if you're using a smartphone, I'm only familiar with an iPhone, you should always go into your settings for accessibility and make sure that audio description is turned on. In some cases, and I think this is true of CBS All Access, for example, that is the only way to get audio description to play. It will look there to see whether you want audio description as opposed to having a separate setting, which you would do with Netflix app, for instance. So certainly go look for it there. Next question. Okay, on the phone, area code 609, you should be unmuted. Hi, um, I would like to say this is a wonderful presentation and um, like the previous commenter, audio description has changed my life and I not only enjoy streaming audio and broadcast TV, but recently prior to the pandemic, I went to a described Broadway play and I went to a described ballet um, at my local ballet here too. So my question is, I get my streaming through my um, cable provider. The only one I've been able to enable is my Netflix. Does your site have instructions on how to enable um, my audio description on Hulu and audio description on Prime? Yes, each, each page that lists about a describer tells you what you have to do. Sometimes it's a link to a separate page. Sometimes it basically, it maybe in a few cases, it might be a very simple statement that it's supported on basically every device. But again, I would start with going into settings, accessibility, audio description on, but then for the individual apps, it's often turned on directly within there. For instance, on the Hulu, I've, uh, I've found that you have to turn it on for every single show individually. For Netflix, once you've uh -huh. turned it on, if any show subsequently has description, it will come on automatically. So you, you go, to yeah. the, go to our listing and it will tell you things like... Um, you know, sweep up on the controller or find the menu which says uh, audio and video. And so you should find the information you're requesting there. Okay, thank you so much. Yep. You've got like 13 hands raised. Abraham, you sh Abraham, you should be able to unmute. Can you, can you hear me? Yes. Hey guys, great presentation. A couple of comments and a question. Um, 
comment on the Hulu, the Bob Burgers, as far as I'm aware, did not have audio description. And uh, one of my other questions, I'm noticing a lot of, uh, two questions, let's say. One is I'm noticing a lot of library services like Overdrive and Hoopla are starting to have a lot of video services. Is there any plan to get audio description on those? And then second um, is I'm noticing like with Netflix, I know they have all the different category uh, where they have all the movies and TV shows that have description. Um, does Prime or Hulu do that as well? Or do you have to just go into each um, show and to the controls and do that? Thank you. Okay, first I will acknowledge your, uh, well, actually I'm on the Hulu page and it says Bob Berger's seasons five and six only are described. So not to be funny, but you must, you must be on season one, two, three, or four <laughs> because season five and six should have description. Write me if they don't. Um, now you asked some other questions in there and I'm not gonna get to all of them. But again, if you go to each page, there should be a link on the page to where that service lists. For instance, in the case of, of Hulu, they have a page uh, which is marked here as the official list of audio described titles on Hulu. I can tell you it is not accurate. It only lists about two thirds or less of the titles. We're trying to get them to fix that problem. If you go to Netflix, it will take you, there's a link for the Netflix list. The problem with the Netflix list is it's huge. You've got over 1200 titles there. Uh, you can sort them by I think popular and you can sort them alphabetically, uh, but it's going to take you a while to go through those pages. So again, I think you'll find the listings on our site, which consolidates everything down to one line alphabetically to be the best. And at the top of almost every listing that we do, it tells you the most recent editions. So for instance, I'm on the Hulu page right now. On June 23rd, they added Taste the Nation with Padma Lakshmi. Lakshmi. Uh, so at least you know what the, mo the latest thing is. So if you uh, are checking these regularly, you'll find out the latest. And, and down within the page, you could search for the word added also. And that, that would help. And I, and I missed the middle questions. You asked about some particular series, and I think you said, are we going to get it added? But we have no way of knowing what's going to come, and we have no control over what, what they we, add description to. We only have another minute. Um, there's a bunch more questions. <laughs> well, let me just say then, um, I, again, it's at the bottom of the page on the ADP website, it says contact webmaster, or you can contact me through Facebook uh, or Twitter, and I will respond to any of your questions because I don't want to leave you out. I, I need to give the ending code before okay. we totally wrap up. Uh, Go ahead. So the ending code for those who need it is D is in Delta, 7, 5, E is in Echo, 8. I'll repeat it again. D is in Delta, 7-5, E is in Echo, 8. So, so I don't know if you want to take any more questions or. <laughs> oh, I'm here as long as you want. I'm not paid by the hour. <laughs> Little joke. Well, <laughs> Richard, why don't you go with your question? Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm, a, I'm actually in Canada. So um, I, I want to say that your resource is a great resource and, I, and I've often gone to look for audio described titles only to find out that the, especially for things on, on Prime, aren't available here. So it's the messy world of international copyright and distribution, but it yes. kind of is, 
it kind of is disappointing when you when you see something that you're really looking forward to being audio described and you find out that that they're not even the same service is not even just uh, describing it in, in another country so that's that's one comment the other thing we that i want to mention is we also have one streaming service here that has a broadcast side and so they'll describe something on their broadcast side and then they won't stream it with description so that's i'm assuming is also a similar they say it's a, it's a copyright issue because it's, it's come up at uh, video description or audio description discussions with Bell Media before. Um, so it's, uh, it, it's, uh, I, it's, it's just something where we're going to have to continue putting pressure on them about. But that's, that's, uh, it, it does happen uh, outside of the United States as well, too, even in countries that have uh, more stringent broadcast regulations for audio description as well, too. Yeah, um, Joel and I have a full plate. Uh, we can't help Canada or India or China or anybody else solve those problems, but it's very true. Now, of course, the proximity of Canada and the United States and mostly the same language uh, is helpful in the sense that there are a lot of things that are the same. But as you say, it all comes down to licensing. And I would just like to mention this on Prime Video. Prime Video sells you a, D, uh, a streaming video from a different license than they do stream it for you. So you will sometimes find that the description is not present if you stream it, for instance, free with Prime. It might not have it, but it's listed as having description because if you buy the, buy the uh, streaming, the streamed product from them, it, had, it, drive, it would drive me crazy. It drives them crazy too. But it, where they purchase the rights varies and it's a very complicated issue. I, I think we're going to have to end because somebody else might need this room. And okay. uh, so I hate to cut people off. <laughs> but that, was been, that was just great. Thank you, Fred, so much. Very informative. <clears throat> All right. Thanks for everybody to, for attending. And again, send me those cards and letters if you have other questions. <laughs> thank, thank you.